Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And here we are. Episode one. Pilot episode. Paranormality with Pirate and Josh. Or Josh and Pirate. I don't see why Pirate should go first. <laughs> Alphabetical order, is it? I don't know. I think, oh, Josh, Pirate, Pirate and Josh. Josh and Pirate. Yeah, it's got, a, it's got a ring to it, hasn't it? Yeah. It's got a nice ring. Paranormality. Welcome, everybody. This is our test pilot episode. Uh, myself and Josh, we are good friends. We work with each other daily basis, and we're both interested in just strange things that happen that may be explainable sometimes, maybe other times they're not explainable. And we are here to basically debate them. Mm. And rate them. We have yeah. invented the paranormality scale. A scale mm. from 1 to 10. And we're going to be going through some of the most famous cases and some of the more obscure cases that you may not have even heard of, of paranormal stories. And we're going to rate them 1 to 10 of just how believable and how paranormal we think they are. Mm. Is 1 being not believable? I think one should be not believable and ten mm. should be... Ten should be literally Independence Day happening right in front mm. of our bloody eyes. Do you know what I mean? You can't dispute it. No, you it's can't there. dispute it. There, there is an alien right there in the sky. I can see it. Everybody can see it. It's, you know, global news. Mm. I, think, I think that is a ten. Anything other than that happening, you know, you can't really rate it more than like 9.5 or something like that. I mean, are we going to go into points of a scale? Oh, I mean... We've got to really a half. I think yeah. I think if something's really, really, truly believable, we could give it like a nine point eight or something like that. You know. Yeah. No one gets a ten. No, no, <laughs> no, no one gets a ten. No. We got we got to be like you know strictly come dancing mm. judges. Tens just don't exist. Yeah, I think you're right, and uh, I think it's good to mention that I am on the fence with most of everything. So I, I'm just right in the middle. So. Some things I might need some convincing. Some things I might I might be 60-40, 40-60, but most of the time I'm 50-50. So we're going to discuss 
and we're going to find out. We're going to get to the truth. We're going to get the facts. You you like to have like a solid sort of proof, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And like you've mentioned to me before that like on in terms of ghosts, you'd love to believe them. Oh, I want to see one so bad. I believe you already have. You told me that story where, where, you, where you saw where you saw one, but you still you're still on the fence about it. You're not entirely sure if what you saw was real. Or... Yeah, it's one of those things. It's been so many years, and you look back and you just think. Did I see it? Did I not? Was I high? Was I not? So, I, I don't know. I, I, I do think, I've, I've definitely had strange experiences, 100%. There's been things that I can't explain and I look back and I'm like, I, I just don't know. But, I, I want to see a ghost, I want to see an alien. Well, why, why don't you tell, tell the story that you told me the other day? For, for the listeners out there that, that they're going to oh. hear it, because there's no point in us saying, oh, you had a, a weird experience, and then you're going, yeah, yeah, well, I might have done. But, yeah. Okay, so are we talking the alien light no. or the ghost? Or... Uh, we'll go with the ghost to start with. And... The one in the field. Yeah, the one in the field, yeah. Ah, so, uh, we're, we're talking, oh, easily, 12 years ago, and... So we're right about 2010? Yeah, I'd say so, 2009, yeah. 2010, and we'd scheduled to go to a barbecue around our friend's house and as we're waiting wasting time i suppose you'd say uh we we thought we'd um go for a nice walk through some fields and my buddy sean was kind of trailing behind us and he, he suddenly stopped and said oh wait uh no don't worry about it you'll just just ignore me you'll you'll think i'm crazy so we carried on walking and wasted about 20 minutes half hour and as we come out of the field i look up to light a cigarette and i can only see what is described as maybe the hood of a monk if you will like a, a gray kind well, of white let, let's not distinguish it as a monk just yet but a hooded <laughs> figure a hooded figure right yeah yeah, yeah i well i'd like to think it was a monk monks are friendly aren't they so uh friendly guy <laughs> We're, we're calling Casper. Yeah. <laughs> we saw Casper, the apparition, and uh, I just said, "Right, let's get, let's get out of here." I didn't like the the way it looked. So give you the shivers a bit, didn't it? It yeah, it didn't it didn't fill me with good juju. So <laughs> we we went running, and then we got back to our friend's house for the barbecue, and I was explaining what I saw, and then my friend Sean, he confirmed that that's what he saw when he stopped in the field but didn't say anything because he thought that we would all think he's crazy and then what added to it was when we explained it to our friend who was having the barbecue her nan lived just around the corner from the back of the field and she had seen the same thing for years on and off so there was three people that had seen the same thing okay so you both saw it on the same night yep and you got a local resident confirming that she'd seen the same thing. An old lady. An old so, lady, yeah, who's got nothing to lie about. No, no, old people don't lie. Uh, so. Well, not exactly. And, and and yet you're still on the fence that you, you're not convinced that it was a ghost that you saw that night. At the time, I think it was. Because so, all night I, I was just thinking about it and it gave me the creeps. But it was so long ago, I look back and I just think, was it smoke from something? Could it have been dust or a jolly roger going through the field i don't know but i don't know with that one i'm 70 30 i 70 percent thinking i did see a ghost 
But I, so because for me on the paranormality scale, I, I'd rate that a solid like eight. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you've All got right. multiple people seeing the same things, not on the same occasion, and an extra witness that says it's been around before. She's seen mm. it for many years, you know, on multiple occasions. Yeah. I think that that genuinely is an eight out of ten. You know. Apparition. Right. That is a that is a paranormal apparition. I I'd give that eight out. What do you give it yourself out of ten? See, I think I can do better. If I was to see creepy legs or an actual full ghost in front of me, rather than just maybe a hood, I'd I'd give it more of a rating. So for me, I'd got to give it a six point five. Oh, six and a half. Okay. Yeah, because my my memory is also a little hazy because it's been what twelve years, something like that. So yeah, I mean. 6.57 maybe something like that but I'd like to see a full on ghost so I mean well, there's not many people that do <laughs> that's um, the problem <laughs> and, and generally I most of the time it's younger children that will mm. you know see the apparition because they're more open minded to it they're more open to it to everything really they're, they're very impressionable and I think as the older you get, the less likely you are to see that full-on apparition. It's a shame. I, well, I'm going to break into it here now. Right? I used to see one when, when I was a little boy, mm -hmm. four or five years old. We moved into a new house in Ludlow in South Shropshire, UK. Um, and at the back of the house, we had there was kind of an extension on it. And we built the kitchen and dining room into the extension. And the dining room was literally two walls were just glass. There was a, there, there was a massive patio door, you know, the, the sliding style patio doors. And then down the side, adjacent to it, there was a large bay window. And when I'd be eating my breakfast in the morning, I would see a man walk around the back of the house. On the outside, outside the window, walking around the back of the house and down the side alley... He was quite a tall man, probably around six foot, brown hair, always wearing a blue, like, overalls and wellies. Ah. Was he an older gentleman? No, he was probably about 30. Okay. And I would point at him and say, who's that man? And none of my brothers or sisters could see him. Oh, so were you the youngest? I was the, young, I was the youngest out of our family, yeah. I would have only been about four or five years old, which would put my eldest brother about 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah my brother the other brother and sister would be in between that um, but yeah none of them could see it but I used to see him all the time and then we started having very strange things happening in that house things moving things going missing oh, yes the keys the keys yeah mum and dad's keys would always go missing even though they hung them up on the hook in the hallway just inside the door they would quite regularly appear in the attic or you know you don't know where the hell they'd, they'd, they'd appear um the uh, gas hob in the kitchen, you know, the little button where you, that you mm. press to light the hob, and it goes click, 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 click. Yeah, you'd be watching TV in the lounge, you just hear this click again, click, 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 click. There's no one in there. Mm, that is spooky. I mean, and multiple other things that we had happened down there. That in that alleyway that went down the side of the house, there was a manhole cover that you couldn't really avoid walking on when you walked down the alley, and it would make a very distinct clang noise as soon as you put a foot on it. Nine o'clock every night, even though there was no one walking down the alley, you'd hear that manhole cover go clang. Wow. 
Or as if someone was walking on it. As if somebody it. was walking on it. So it was all around your house and inside the house. And inside the house, yeah. Was there a room in the house that there wasn't anything going on? Was there... It was all over. All over. And even, like, no one sort of believed me when I used to see him when I was a little boy. But as the years went on, things started happening to my mum in particular. It seemed to focus on her and sort of try and torment her. She'd, she said when we got back from school one day that she'd actually seen a piece of furniture walk itself out from the wall into the middle of the room and just stop there. Oh, I don't like that. While she was hoovering it. <laughs> yeah, it was very freaky. Um, but it culminated in a story that um, when we researched it, our house was built on old farmland that was on the edge of town. And where our house was and next door's house was a big hay barn. And apparently the farmers that ran the farm were brothers. One of them was married and the other one was having an affair with his wife. Naughty, naughty. So he killed him in the barn. Ah, a murder affair. That's the story that we we found out when we looked into it. Well, How true that is now, I don't know. It's 30 years later since we... I mean, <laughs> you know, typically recently. when there is murder, there is ghosts. This it, is yeah, reported in history. It does seem to be that way, doesn't it? So. Yeah, because I feel like there's not such thing as an actual friendly ghost. Um, it always seems to come from a, a dark place, like murder I, or suicide. Yeah, or, I think spirits that sort of linger tend to have mm -hmm. that sort of, yeah, uh, uh, taken before their time perhaps, or, mm. or they're just evil people, I guess, as well. So are, this might sound silly, but so are ghosts walking around, is that technically limbo? Is that is Earth limbo for ghosts? Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, purgatory. Or yeah, I don't know. I've only just put those two things together. I've only just thought about it because you see films about people going back and doing nice things and setting the ghost free, and then they go up to heaven or they go wherever. <laughs> they're, they're at peace. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> yes, that's the film. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is the film thing, and it's called Ghost. <laughs> Yes, that is the film I'm thinking of. How did that slip my mind? I don't know. Ghost. That's a good film. <laughs> but yeah, it does seem to be through um, unfortunate events that the, these manifestations seem to happen. You know, like mm. you say, well, I, I'm a believer in like the energy of the human body, the soul, if you like. And I think when you die, your energy is released, and you either go on to a, a, a better place that you've sort of made for yourself, your own heaven, or you're going to go to your own personal hell. Um, it depends on your personality. depends on how much you're going to enjoy the afterlife. That's my belief, mm. anyway, you know? See, it's, it's a weird one for me. I don't, I don't know what to believe. I, I'm only discovering and finding out more as I get older, with wisdom, I suppose. So I, I don't know what I believe. I, I don't think it's just... You're in the ground, and that's it. I think there is something. There's got to be. There's got to be something, because otherwise you wouldn't get strange phenomenon and no, strange things no, happening. No. So it's got to be something. Fair comment. You're not particularly a follower of any particular religion. No, no. Yeah. I, I identified as is agnostic, where you believe there's something, but you don't know what it is. 
Uh, we can go with that. I'm not sure if that is the technical <laughs> definition of agnostic, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, like those people that like Dr. Pepper, where they're not sure what it is, so they like it. That's kind of agnostic. That's agnostic, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of those. Not full atheist, not full atheist, because I do believe there is something, but I, I just don't know what it is. I've, with I definitely believe, and I I do believe in in the ghosts and the world of spirits and stuff like that. Like I say, growing up for uh, what was I in that house for about ten or eleven years? I was in that house, and it was something we, we, we had peaks and troughs when you know mm -hmm. we had things happening and not things happening. But for me, living in that house was a a, 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 a solid nine on the paranormal paranormality scale. Solid nine, like. like you, you couldn't go more than a few months without something happening. Mm. You sat there watching a the TV at night and you could see a face in the window or something, you know, quite sinister. Yeah. My mum always told me the story of when she was in her 20s and her and her girlfriend's done a, a Ouija board. And she swears to this day that after doing the Ouija board, doors were slamming, windows were opening, weird stuff was happening. That doesn't surprise me. So, I'm kind of on the fence of Ouija boards. I think sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes, you know, unconsciously people can move the glass or, mm -hmm. you know, the, whatever, the little counter thing around the board and create false, uh, you know, false information. But I think when it does work, when you actually do call something, I think you've got to know how to send it back. Otherwise, it's just going to linger, isn't it? It's just going to stick around. That would be an inconvenience, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> So if, if nothing was happening beforehand, then they did a Ouija board, and then you started having doors slamming and windows opening and stuff like that. I think you've let something into this world that shouldn't be here, and now mm. it's stuck around. But then you hear stories of ghosts following people. Yeah. So then once you release a spirit, does it stay in the house, or does it attach to the person that released it? That's, well, a, whole... that's a good question. I think it depends on the uh, individual spirit, doesn't it, what it wants to do. Does it want to cause misery... To one person mm. or does it want to linger in a place does it feel uh that it is attached to that place or yeah were they murdered in that place exactly yeah you don't know strange strange phenomenon it is strange phenomenon we will be discussing more ghosts in fact if you'd like to present your own stories to us and we can um debate on those or we could interview you live on the podcast um send in your your stories to paranormality.uk at gmail.com and we'll be in touch and hopefully you'll uh, you'll be on the show as well. Mm, yeah. I think that would be a good thing to do. Yeah, 100%. I always find it more spooky when it's local folk, when it's normal people, residents, people like us, blue collars, if you will. Uh, when you read things and see things and you see video, you never know if it's a hoax, you never know what's going on there whereas to get someone's personal account yeah i think is is it's more of a solid feel to it doesn't it yeah it's like more personal say, video evidence can be falsified quite easily mm -hmm. um, um i always enjoy hearing people's stories as well i really do when when you hear someone go into detail and you hear them talking about dates times specifics and how it sent shivers up their spine and stuff. I love the whole thing. It, I really do enjoy people's takes on things. It makes it more authentic, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, Definitely. 100%. So please do write in, subscribe. Send us your story, <laughs> and we will include you in the Paranormality 
podcast. And it doesn't just have to be ghosts. It could be anything. Ghosts, yeah. aliens, uh, whatever. Whatever you believe it, in. Yeah, all sorts of spooky stuff. We're going to be covering it all. Uh, we want as, as much spooky stuff as we can yeah. find, really. Ghost cats. That is something that is slightly off topic. But ghost cats. My friend swears that his dog used to go crazy because there was ghost cats in his house. Now, I don't know if many people believe in ghost cats, but he reckons there's such thing. So, are animals, can they become ghosts? I, I don't know. It's a good one. I don't know. Because animals, I, I suppose, I don't really... Is there a correlation between higher intelligence and ghostly goings on you know apparition yeah i've opened a can of worms here yeah because I, I suppose a, a ghost dog would just be doing what he does in normal life yeah just for chasing ghosts sniffing balls. around the bushes and chasing cats <laughs> playing ghost fetch with himself but if a, even if a dog has not particularly had a happy life i think its energy is more likely to just sort of disperse yeah rather than rather than linger on that misery yeah, even if a dog was murdered, it wouldn't stick around and be evil. No, like some ghosts. I, I don't. Th I think that anyway because I think it takes like that higher level of intelligence to actually mm. create that kind of energy that can linger. You know. Yeah. No, I agree with you there. That's something we can delve into. Put that on the list. Ghost dogs <laughs> and ghost cats. Okay, <laughs> ghost we'll, we'll go on the list. <laughs> I mean, you could delve in deeper, and if an animal dies or gets murdered in a zoo, do you get ghost elephants, ghost tigers? Ghost tigers would be pretty scary, wouldn't they? <laughs> I'm just talking nonsense. Imagine walking point. around a zoo at night, and a ghost tiger <laughs> starts stalking you. So, if you've seen a ghost tiger, please write in and tell us, <laughs> <laughs> tell us your experience. <laughs> well, <laughs> so yeah, this is uh, Paranormality pilot episode. Uh, tune in, subscribe, see what's going on. All things strange. Join us again next time. Yeah, thank you. Are we going to make that the end of the episode? Yeah. I mean, it's a short. I think we were aiming for sort of half an hour, but I mean, the first episode we can. Just, I, I think that'll do, won't it? I don't, I don't even know what the time is. I don't. I, don't, I, I haven't. Um, I don't know if time goes fast or slow. Uh, right, we've been going for twenty-one minutes. 20 wow, minutes. that went quick. Um, yeah, we that talk went... a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need to stop myself from going into nonsense because once I get a, a thought in my brain, my mouth moves and talks and then my brain catches up and then I find myself going why are you talking about ghost animals but it makes for an entertaining topic it does. It, that's, that's what podcasts are all about is entertainment I'll bring the nonsense I love it I love the nonsense all things strange and all things weird and wonderful and all things nonsense <laughs> especially nonsense <laughs> flat earth birds aren't real <laughs> Oh, yes, yeah, we've got... <laughs> those episodes are coming up. Uh, but this was just an introduction. Um, let us know if you like it. Give us a thumbs up. And tell all your friends to come to Paranormality. Yeah. And email in to paranormality.uk 
at gmail.com if you want to be part of our podcast. Josh and Pirate, Pirate and Josh. Checking out. <laughs> See you next time, everybody. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.